This episode is brought to you by Buyers Agency Australia. We only really put in that one deposit with a bit of saving in between refinancing and we just rolled on and just kept, you know, punching these out. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyron Shum and in this episode, we catch up with investor Timothy Brown as he takes us through just how he managed to enter and grow in the property market after leaving the military. Learn how he and his partner went from working hard to getting one deposit together to a portfolio of seven properties in just a few years. While enjoying his time in the army, Brown was always thinking ahead for what he was going to do when he returned from his service. The military almost made me be pushing the property because no matter what type of soldier you are, if you're the best soldier, you're salary capped. You have a government salary um, and unless you're promoting in rank or doing specialist roles or whatnot or or keep going up the hierarchy in a different way, your salary is going to be capped by what the government. So you can be the most outstanding soldier and you're not going to get any extra pay. Um, and that was a problem for me because I wanted to be able to build more for my life because my mind, and as I told you at the start of this, I wasn't built for school. I wasn't built for that typical structure of society, the nine to five, that it's just not me. Um, and I just needed to break out of that. So I just was brainstorming pretty much every spare second of my life thinking, what can I do? How can I do something? I'm just thinking of other roles didn't want to leave the military at this time. I was like, no, this is the this is an awesome job, but I'm not going to do this forever and I need a game plan. Um, and that led me to investing. And that's when I just started scratching this little itch of investing and it just opened up this whole new world for me and it just changed the trajectory of my life completely. Um, and it was the best thing ever. So I spent actually talking about being in the Middle East, every spare moment I had over there, if I wasn't out on task or if I wasn't, in the gym training, I was studying investments, particularly property. It was nonstop, um, and the obsession just hasn't hasn't stopped since then. In fact, it's just increased day by day almost. Um, yeah, and it was just something different that I wanted. And uh, yeah, I had a look at other investment types, um, stocks and all that stuff, and it just it didn't it didn't feel right. I did end up going into the stock market, and I actually built my first house deposit in the stock market because. I'm very analytical and calculated and I knew that to build, to get into the property investing, I'd have to get a deposit together and I I wasn't prepared to wait that long for a deposit because as people know, particularly these days, it's that's the hardest part is just saving, just being diligent and disciplined with your money, being organised, capturing that surplus cash and trying to save a deposit and all while the market is moving on you as well. So, yeah, I I put some money into the stock market after a lot of research and did quite well with that and ended up building my first deposit in there and that's where I started the property journey. After working to build up the capital needed for his deposit, Brown used the services of a buyer's agent to get his foot into the door. I was um, uh, using a buyer's agent for most of these properties as well. So, straight off the bat, I I was prepared and understood the value of a buyer's agent and that's why that's why I did it. So I'd already built a house with my partner Georgie in Adelaide, 
Um, she actually, credit to her, she actually <laughs> managed that when I was overseas in Iraq. So she she probably had the more stressful time while I was deployed in Iraq. She was home trying to organise a house being built. So um, props to her for doing that. But that, that was technically our first, that we were going to live in that one though. While deployed in Iraq, Brown's partner was back in Australia developing their own home for nine months before his property investments took off. So we, we purchased a property through a buyer's agent that put us into a, a unit in, um, oh, so it was a townhouse, villa kind of thing out in Western Sydney, um, which, you know, this was the start of my mindset journey around property thinking, oh, you know, some of these properties, I doesn't necessarily mean I want to live into them. And that's one of the biggest lessons I learned. You think, oh, property investing, yeah, it's sexy. This is cool. You own these big properties on the water. No, no, it's a business transaction. If the numbers work and if it's if it suits your personal financial and goal circumstances, then that's that's the decision to be made. So that's what we did that first time at Western City. And that's done, that's done considerably well. So. Brown explains to us how he managed to be successful in property investment sphere while only investing in smaller properties. Most of them are townhouses or units and stuff just because our, our wages weren't crazy. The servicing wasn't there to be able to buy bigger properties plus some, um, you know, the, the strategy that we, we employed with our buyer's agent was to um, leverage off a few more of these type of properties. Um, uh, a lot of more, yeah, good deals on the market value that we were able to roll onto the next one, pull equity pretty much straight away. Um, so really, honestly, we only really put in that one deposit with a bit of saving in between refinancing and we just rolled on and just kept, you know, punching these out. Um, so we bought uh, four in Queensland in the end. So the first one was in, was in Labrador um, and then... The next one, I believe, I'm trying to think of the timeline of it all. We, we went up to Townsville, um, which is a really, really awesome spot at the moment, particularly for investing, um, and then a couple more around the place. He reflects on some of the more difficult times in his investment journey. I remember our first one or two properties, it took a couple of days to get finance. And now we're talking, and then that this time when it was getting some more eight weeks sometimes for some banks to get finance around and it's just not conducive with the usual transactions of a property where you have a vendor who's waiting for you know finance or a contract or to get settlement dates in and you're still pushing um, extensions every few weeks it's it was just nightmarish and everyone else was um experiencing it at least so it was a crazy time for finance um and it's slowing down now but it still is pretty pretty hectic for some banks particularly but the but the one of the kind of the lows, I guess you could call it, was um, one we had two two properties under management by the one managers in um, Queensland, and they just weren't managed well at all. Um, and it was a lesson to learn for myself to making sure you have good managers. So we just we weren't getting bills paid because we obviously wanted everything to be done by the manager as you employ him to do, and we set up all the rates and water and stuff to be sent to them and paid to them and it just wasn't happening um and we we're getting you know late late notices and extra fees and this and trying to sort it out was a nightmare trying to contact them was a nightmare um had a few repairs that need to be done such as aircon and stuff like that and you know aircon in queensland like as a as a tenant you want to be able to have that so you can maintain that good relationship um with a with a tenant i think that's really really key you don't want to be one of these 
you know, landlords who are just, you treat your tenants like not, not well at all. Um, and it just wasn't getting done. It was months and months and months just to get simple repairs done. And I felt horrible for the tenant, but I was just pushing so hard. And obviously residing in Adelaide at the time, I wasn't physically there to be able to do anything. Um, and there was a lot of back and forth between the managers to a kind of, it turned, turned to a point where it's just, I pretty much sacked them. I said, there's no way I'm putting any assets under your management anymore because it's just, it's very, very, very poor management. And I think that's a massive lesson for us because it just caused so much headache for something that's meant to be dealt with, um, you know, wholly by them. I'd much rather pay triple for good managers than pay cheap for poor managers because it pays dividends when things go wrong. Absolutely. It is 100% a key component of any future strategies of purchasing properties for me right now. It does take a bit of resilience to push through. And, you know, if it's your first, it was probably our third or fourth that that was really happening. But if that's your first property, if that's your first experience of property investing, it can be full on and and you need to really be robust in what you're doing and really have your goals set out so you can see through those obstacles. Because if, if, you, if you're not looking that far ahead, that can be really um, detrimental to your if success in investing. Through his experiences, Brown has learned about working with a variety of property professionals and shares his advice on mortgage broking. But if that broker is not right for you, then it's still not, it's still not a good scenario. So I think the key is to understand if they're good at what they're doing, competent and experienced, and if that competency and experience suits you, your position and your goals, I think there's got to be compatibility there. So I think... Um, during my obsessive research all these years before, I was pretty knowledgeable in all the wise agents and all the people in the property space out there. And uh, some of them I absolutely loved and I loved what they were doing, but I didn't go with them because they just weren't doing the type of things that one suited my position currently in, and also the, the things I wanted to achieve. So that, I think that's really, really key is not only understanding what they can do for them and other people, but what they can do for you and your scenario and your circumstances. So really just, yeah, even if it's a phone call, just just get on to them and, and try and understand their vibes and, and see if it's, you know, a, a match for you. Coming up after a break, we learn about how rewarding Tim Brown's property investments ultimately became. This is mad. This is so good. And then, then just deploy that cash back out into the marketplace and, and try and do it again. The importance of discipline if you don't know what you want and where you're going, you're not going to understand how to get there. His driven mindset towards his own success. We kind of live in a structure that's for designed by the wealthy for the wealthy, really. That's the way I look at it, right? So it's a game that you need to play. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Do you find yourself stressed out not knowing how or where to find the best property deals or what the best strategy is to build a wealth generating portfolio? Well, Dragon Dominski can help you while you save time and money. With about two decades of experience as an investor and expert buyer's agent, he finds positively geared properties with development potentials and secures and negotiates off-market deals for his clients. Now, he's offering you a no-obligation 45-minute strategy call to get you started. Just simply text the code 
BAA with your name and email address to 0405-105-074 to get your no obligation free 45-minute strategy call. After learning his lessons about different property professionals, Brown shares with us what that moment was when he realized this was the path forward for him. When you pull significant equity and you're thinking, and I'm thinking, that's that's my year's wage and it's been a couple months like, hang on and then just my brain's ticking thinking, what is happening this is just weird and you and you gotta and you understand this this is just a different game um it's a whole new way of thinking and you gotta yeah that that was the aha moment for me like oh this is this is mad this is so good and then then just deploy that cash back out into the marketplace and, and try and do it again that, that's that's what really kind of set it off for me of like yeah i think i'm doing the right thing here um you know uh, instead of trading my time for money i'm gonna get this equity in cash from just putting my money in the right place, you know, putting putting a bit of uh, time and energy into getting loans up and talking to people and whatnot, and then that's it. So yeah, that that was really it. Brown explains to us the freedom he gains from his investment strategy and his mindset towards his property investments. If you don't know what you want and where you're going, you're not going to understand how to get there. And I think um, I think that's a massive thing. So for me, my why is freedom in terms of time. I don't, as I as I said a couple of times now, it's it's this nine to five structure um, that I just don't like. I want to be able to have my own time, and and with that comes options and experiences. And I want to be able to spend that time where I want and how I want. And that means for me more time with my family, more time traveling overseas and seeing the world and learning about the history of the world and 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 going places and doing things I want to do. That, that, that's, that's what it is to me, just being able to be free and out of the system of nine to five, working until you're 60, 65, 75, and then you get your freedom. It, it just feels, it feels like slavery to me, really, like if, if I think about it deep enough and I just wanted to be out of that as quick as possible, and um, I think if you can delay gratification uh, and to put in the, put put the things in place now, then it's it's so achievable. And I think just getting that abundance mindset and getting rid of that you know limited mindset really lets you know, oh, this is achievable. You can do it. You can get to where you want to go. Particularly coming from someone you know who's had a, a capped income, and I'm thinking, no, nah, I just can't do it. This is a big boys' game. This is a rich man's game. I can't do this. You can, yeah, absolutely can. You just got to get your wits about you. Get disciplined. Discipline is freedom, and and not many people will understand that unless they are disciplined. So if you can really, you know, develop that really abundance mindset, you can get to your why's. And my why is that, you know, time, freedom, and time. Brown credits his time in the army for his remarkable discipline in his property journey and acknowledges the influences and advice he's received in his life. Put steroids on that in terms of the discipline and the structure and the regimentedness and stuff. And I think that's why I got along so well with Army was that I was I was happy to, you know, fold my PT top 14 centimetres across and 30 centimetres back, etc. like that. Not, not to an OCD kind of stage, but just, you know, just having everything in place. And I'm a very neat and organised person as it is. Um, but... Uh, I don't think there was any specific one person mentor, but I also had heaps and heaps of residual support from people around me, such as like, you know, 
mum and dad and, and my, my cousins and and a few other key people who were just kind of I'm very close to them, always there always there for me. Um, and just a really close, tight knit family and inner circle that, you know, you want to do it for, really. And this is really strictly to investing, basically, is that we we kind of live in a structure that's for designed by the wealthy for the wealthy, really. That's the way I look at it, right? So it's a game that you need to play. And that's what I figured out. This is a game. And you need to be able to put your little pieces in in, in tactical positions to be able to play this game. Um, and I think, you know, that going along with that is where we grow up being told to do certain things, told to save, told to put your pennies away, don't get into any debt. And um, and so to, to do the opposite of that, not not save in terms of just putting money away and then get into lots of debt with property and do all this stuff, it's it's a weird thing to do because it obviously goes against the grain of like, you know, kind of what we're told. So another, along with that, one of the other pieces of advice is no one ever saved their way to wealth. And I love that. And if that can land on you and you go, oh, but we're told to save, isn't that what it's like? Oh, okay. It's very conflicting. It was a really conflicting stage for me, particularly earlier on when I'm thinking, what is happening to my brain when I'm trying to process two different trains of thoughts and two different kind of pathways But yeah, I know that's probably not like one piece of advice, but that's kind of a concept of what I've learned from different, you know, mentors, whether it be a virtual mentor who doesn't even know me or, um, you know, influences in my life, such as like other people in business or investing. Every investor is the same. Just start earlier because you just got to, it's time in the market. Um, and that's the advice I'd give to myself or anyone who's asking, particularly for, you know, young guys and girls who are thinking about doing anything, just get started. Just take decisive action now. Because I think the difference between success and not is just taking action. Just do it. So, why invest in property? Brown shares with us an important point. I think people people fail to see. It's like it's the options that it gives you. It's the time that it gives you. It's the freedoms that it gives you to then spend time with family. So, yeah. I think, I think you also got to find that balance because, you know, you see some people who work to death who are so super successful. It's like they never even eat of any of their own fruits they grew. It's like, well, that's, that's the opposite. I think you've got to find a good balance. Yeah. Thank you to Timothy Brown, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. Do you find yourself stressed out not knowing how or where to find the best property deals or what the best strategy is to build a wealth generating portfolio? Well, Dragon Dominski can help you while you save time and money. With about two decades of experience as an investor and expert buyer's agent, he finds positively geared properties with development potentials and secures and negotiates off-market deals for his clients. Now, he's offering you a no-obligation 45-minute strategy call to get you started. Just simply text the code BAA with your name and email address to 0405-105-074 to get your no-obligation free 45-minute strategy call.